This is Upstate's HealthLink on Air, and I'm Amber Smith. The Food and Drug Administration is rolling out some changes to the nutrition labels on foods, which are designed to reflect new scientific information and hopefully make them easier for consumers to understand. Here to tell us more about nutrition labels is Upstate Registered Dietitian Nutritionist Maureen Franklin. Welcome, Maureen. Thank you. Thanks. Well, the labels sort of mean different things to different people. Um, because each person's got different dietary concerns or restrictions or whatever. So um, what are some of the most common things that your patients are looking for on labels? Well, because I work with um, the majority of diabetic patients, um, I definitely think they're looking at sugars or they're looking at total carbohydrates. Um, Our emphasis is when I'm working with anyone who has diabetes is to look at total carbohydrates. So that's one of the main things. But it's always in relationship to what the serving size information is from the manufacturer and what you as a consumer are using. So that's one of the key things. Uh, Other people are looking at fat content, total fat content, possibly type of fat, hopefully. Um, Other people are looking at your sodium. Is that just people that are trying to lose weight looking at fat content? Well, it used to be. So sometimes people are just looking for weight. Sometimes they're looking at fat. Sometimes they're just solely looking at calories. Um, And they're just counting calories and saying this serving is X number and I'm going to count just up to 1,800 or 1,500. So you're right. It really depends on each person and what they're looking for, what their medical status is. Um, Why are they looking at a food label? Are they looking at just for general information? Are they concerned about their sodium intake? So they're going to look at sodium. Are they concerned because their doctor said your blood pressure is up? You need to cut down on your salt intake, those kinds of things. So it really varies from individual to individual. But I think it's the labels that are out there and they're probably the they're the only tool we have at this point. I think they're one of the best tools that we can use, um, and they keep getting better and better. They can be confusing because people sometimes don't know exactly what to look for and what to key in for. So I think sometimes that's just an education process in terms of you know, becoming familiar with this is the food I like, how much of it do I have, how does that relate to if I'm looking at sodium, how much actual sodium intake am I getting from that food? So like sodium, if your doctor has told you that you need to cut back on sodium, is it enough to just put the salt shaker away and not add salt to your meals? Not necessarily. So you need to look at, so with that, when you're taking the salt shaker away, yes, you're taking that main intake if that's, if you were a high salt user. But if you are a processed food person, if you eat out a lot, there is a lot of hidden sodium in those kinds of foods that people just have no clue. It might not taste salty to them, but it has the sodium intake. So So, if you have not been used to reading labels and you've been told you know, cut back on sodium, you'd probably be surprised when you, you look at You can be shocked in terms of it, um, definitely. And, and that's when, when I do uh, presentations with people and we look at something as easy as sodium and saying, okay, this serving size is a cup. Say it's a cup of canned soup and it has 900 milligrams of sodium. Well, that's for a cup. How much do you have? So if you have two cups, you've taken that 900 and you've doubled it. All right, in one little serving of soup. So that when you look at that and we're saying, okay, 2,300 milligrams, 2,300 milligrams, that's like the daily guidelines, some of the recommendations that are out there in terms of it. Wow, you had that in a little bowl of soup? That's the kind of thing that people need to look at. And when you're looking at that, you're looking at sodium, okay? You're looking at the mineral sodium in terms of how much sodium. Okay. So people say, I don't use salt. Great. Salt is sodium chloride, but if you're using processed things or, as they say, if you're eating out, someone's behind the scenes 
putting that putting the sodium yep. in there mm-hmm. i have seen in on uh, soups in particular more it seems like more and more of them are uh, coming out with low sodium versions right and, right which is great um the problem is we're so used to that taste so when you go to a low sodium product sometimes they're not as palatable for, for people they like oh this doesn't taste that great so an easy way I tell clients is if you're trying to work on it, take half of the regular and take half of the low sodium. You're kind of doing your own little mm. blend of reducing it. Get yourself used to it. It's like when you're kind taking wean anything, yourself wean off. yourself away. Yep, just say, okay, I'm going to get used to this. Maybe add more herbs and spices, those kinds of things to the product. Okay. Well, let me ask you this um, to switch subjects. If, if I'm a person that has a goal of a carbohydrate intake of, say, 45 grams per meal, um, what, what would I look for? What what kind of food is going to give me that, like for lunch? For lunch. What, well, yeah. your typical a sandwich, two slices of bread, that's going to give you a carbohydrate. Canned soup, that can give you a carbohydrate. A uh, piece of fruit, a glass of milk, yogurt, all those are, are sources of carbohydrate. So you need to look at how much am I having. Um, it's something as simple as I'm having a slice of bread. But how big is that slice of bread? Or I'm having a roll. How what are you big having is that with roll? that? And what are you right. having with it? Are you having a sandwich and then you're having some chips? Well, chips are another source of carbohydrate. Am I having um, crackers with that, with my soup? Same thing, sources of carbohydrate. So you need to look at the amount of food that you're using, okay? What that serving size, say if it's telling you six crackers are equal to 12 grams of carbohydrate. Am I eating six crackers or am I eating 12? So that sounds like it's really hard, but... I guess if you do it every day, you learn how to convert. Right. You learned how to look at that. And, you know, when you think about it, we all eat kind of standard. So if I'm a soup and sandwich type person, you just have to figure out how big is that bowl of soup? Do I need to cut back on that bowl of soup? Because maybe my total carb is too much for that bowl of soup and a sandwich. Maybe I need to do a smaller bowl of soup and a half a sandwich. Or it's looking at the size of fruit, which is a deceiving thing. A small apple, 15 grams of carb. A large apple lot more carbs. In people's mind, it's still an apple. In my mind, well, this small one has X number of carbs. This big one has how many? So it's that portion control in terms of it. Mm, But it can be. It does get tricky. Yeah. And it's a lifestyle change for people, um, depending. And again, talk about weaning. It's more just looking at things and gradually thinking, where do I need to change? Is it my portions in terms of, have I not even looked at the label? Do I not even, have I only looked at sugars? I always tell when I work with clients, if you're looking just at sugars on a label, that can be deceiving because you might not be getting the whole picture. Total carbohydrates is going to give you the total picture of carbohydrates. Okay, good. Uh, This is Upstate's HealthLink on air, and we're talking about nutrition labels and the changes that are coming to them with Maureen Franklin, a registered dietitian nutritionist here at Upstate's Joslin Diabetes Center. Okay, so there are changes that we're not going to see until next summer, 2018, Mm -hmm. for foods from big companies, and then a year after that for the smaller food companies. Correct. Um, They may be a ways off, but what are some of the key changes that we can expect? Well, one of the key changes in terms of is you're going to see serving sizes that are more realistic in terms of what people are eating and what people are using. So if I grab like a bag of chips from the vending machine, it's going to be a whole serving instead of... a bag of chips instead of 15 to 20 chips, and people go... What? <laughs> um, so that's going to be an important change in terms of it. Uh, calories on the label are going to be bolder and they're going to be bigger. Now, right. why are they changing that? That I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I think, again, maybe it's just, just that in terms attention. of just to call attention in terms of, uh, you know, okay, this is how many calories you're getting. So that that's one of the different changes. They've taken, they're going to take calories from fat away. Um, so people won't be seeing that on it. You're still going to see total fat, cholesterol, sodium. Um, you're going to see the big new category, which is your added sugars. 
So this is an important thing because, again, um, looking at what people do, we're looking at trying to help people reduce the amount of added sugars in their diet. So that, I think, is a key thing. So people can be able to say, okay, this has, oh, 13 grams of added sugar. It's not just what was naturally in the product. The, the, added, the manufacturer like, added to take it. Take applesauce. Um, right. Right, with, right. With, natural source of carbohydrate through the fruit. But then if it's a sweetened applesauce, they put sugar, brown sugar, fructose corn syrup in it, those kinds of things. So that's a really great change, I think, in terms of it. Um, Nutrient-wise, we're going to see the addition of vitamin D, okay, and potassium. Wait, is vitamin D not on there now? Nope. A vitamin oh A, goodness. vitamin C. I mean, oh. some companies might. I mean, milk's going to okay, definitely put it on, but they're not required. So vitamin okay. A actually are going, they aren't going to be required. Companies might still put it on, but it's not a requirement. But the vitamin D and the potassium are going to be new requirements, which I think is great, especially the potassium in terms of working with, you know, people with any kind of renal concerns, because it's tough to find out potassium sometimes. So it's going to actually give you the milligrams, which I think is great. Okay. Um, so I think that's a great change. Um, the other thing they're going to be doing is sometimes um, it's going to be a, what's called a dual label. So if you're looking at something such as um, this is a serving size, but this is what actually, if you eat this whole container, like if you're getting a pint of ice cream, uh -huh. they're going to be doing realistic serving sizes. Um, 20 ounces of a soda is going to be the serving size. It's not going to be 2.5, and no one figures those calories or right, anything out because they're like, what? <laughs> it's just if you drink a bottle of soda, that's typically going to be your serving size. So I think that's a really great change because it's more in terms of the realistic changes. Um, they're doing a little thing in terms of they're saying that um, the footnote on the label is going to be changed about the percent daily value. I personally found this a little confusing. Um, you know, again, if people go on the FDA site, you can see the difference between the old label and the, and the new label. I like that it kind of gave people a guideline. If you run a 2,000-calorie diet, well, the guide was 65 grams of fat. This is going to explain the percent daily value, and it says it contributes. Again, it's a new way of thinking, but I like people to have a number sometimes. So um, I'm kind of I don't like that that's gone in terms of it. Hmm. Um, their new way of thinking is 5% or 20%. So if something is 5%, it's less than. If it's 20%, it's more than. So if you're looking at fat, you want that to be a low number. If you're looking at um, uh, vitamin D, you want that to be a high number. So that's how they're going to be using it. Personally, I think it might be a little more confusing. So, again, it's just going to be a whole other education thing. People are going to have to get used to it. It's going to be another education. And there's going to be tons of promotion in terms of um, consumer education, in terms of how to read the label. Um, we're going to start seeing that all over. But, again, it's one more step. It's one more little time in the grocery store. <laughs> so, and, and they're changing fat also on the label? Is well, it, they're um, taking the calories from fat out. And then they're still putting total fat, saturated oh, fat. Oh, break those, it down. But they're not having so, oh, if I had a product that was 100 calories and 80 of it was from fat that 80 from fat is going um wow. which again uh, i don't know if people use that as much um and it's really due to more with the research in terms of it's a type of fat so it's not just saying just the calories from fat it's more you know we really want consumers to look at where the saturated fat is in that product because again from a heart healthy standpoint do you think changes like this are, is going to help people eat healthier 
I hope so. Um, I think if the people that are out there are looking for it, it's one more valuable tool for them. I think if people aren't, it's a great way for them to start looking at some basic things in terms of it. Just become familiar with what they're eating. If they're doing packaged foods, what's actually in my packaged food? Is it a high level of sodium? You know, is there a high fat content? Uh, I think it's a great tool, uh, and I use it all the time with um, when I'm educating clients and consumers. But some people don't want to be bothered. Right. Some people don't even. Some people don't pay even. Attention nope. To. Um, the problem is we go with the glitz. You know, we see the front. What's happening? Oh, this looks great. Oh, it's green and must be natural. Um, that to me is just turn the box. Look at the label. Look at the nutritional label. Look at your ingredients. What are you getting? What are you paying for that product? You know, are you getting a good good product? Um, so I think. I think they're going to be great. I, I'm excited about it. You know, maybe I'm not happy with all the things, but hey, you know, they did a, a number of research and asked people scientific research in terms of this. There was a lot. If you look at the papers that went into this, unbelievable the amount of time. So they're all looking at it from, you know, um, scientific. So I think that's great in terms of they're not just saying, oh, we're just going to get rid of facts. You know, we don't, we, don't, we don't like how it looks on the label. All of this is based, you know, like, okay, vitamin A and C, those are requirements because we don't need those. They feel that people aren't deficient in those anymore. But we need vitamin D. We need potassium. So I think it's. I think they're all great changes in terms of it. Well, of course, this only applies to um, foods that you buy in a grocery store. Right. It really has nothing to do with going out to a restaurant. Nope. But you can look up. So more of the restaurants, again, that's a new thing. More of the restaurants are, you know, on your phone or anywhere. You can look up a lot of the things in terms of and find out. What is the carbohydrate content? What's the sodium content? You can go to any fast food place and you can look those up online. Nobody wants to do it, but you can look those up in line and say, wow, I had those large fries. Whew, lots of carb, lots of salt, lots of fat. Some of them, uh, and I think in some communities, they're required to put like the calories on the menus. I think that's a whole, that's actually a whole new thing in terms of um, the, um, the, industry in terms of menu labeling for that yes okay. and that's a whole new thing that's coming about which is great but we need to use them we have great tools right. out there if you get it's used important to it. you got to get used to it don't let don't let it scare you they're great tools out there all right well this has been amber smith speaking with registered dietitian nutritionist maureen franklin about nutrition labels on upstate's health link on air thank you maureen thank you